So I recently did an episode on the subject of depression, and I talked about the fact that depression among Christian men, even Christian leaders, is more prevalent than most people realize. At times, I deal with it myself. I also shared with you that some of the greatest men who've ever walked the planet, some of my heroes whom I respect and look up to, they battled depression, but they learned how to manage it, and they went on to live incredible lives of deep and lasting impact. Talking about men like Moses, Jeremiah, Elijah, King David, the Apostle Paul, Charles Spurgeon, Winston Churchill, Abraham Lincoln, C.S. Lewis, and even Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God. I share all of that because I want you to know that if you're battling some sort of depression, you're not alone, and you're even in great company with many great leaders throughout history. On this episode, I want to help you understand the various root causes of depression that I've personally encountered in my own life. As I came to understand these root causes, I was able to address them and work through them successfully. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment for yourself. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard or read here on the Grizz Podcast. If you are in crisis or you think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. Anyway, it is time to get into episode 213, understanding the root causes of depression. It's going to be a good one. So here we go. You're listening to The Grizz Podcast. Our mission is to guide, encourage, and equip you on your journey with Christ. It's time for you to rise up, honor God, and live manly. Now here's our host, Jason George. What is going down, all my brothers? Today is Thursday, February 9th, 2023. Coming at you from the Grizz Cave here in the beautiful low country of South Carolina. Blue skies, sun is shining, 75 degrees today. Man, oh man. Hope you guys are doing well. And if you're not doing well, maybe you're feeling rather depressed lately, and that's why you're listening to this particular episode. Well, dude, the Grizz is here to give you some perspective, guidance, and encouragement. I am here to lift you up, dude. That is what I desire. That's what I'm about. You know, there's so much negative and evil in the world. It's so easy to become frustrated, down, discouraged, even anxious. And sometimes you just need to step away from all of it and put on some old school rap. Dude, that helps me. And that's what I did yesterday. You know, this year is the 50th anniversary of hip-hop So yesterday, I began making a new playlist of all my old school rap favorites. So bear with me. I'm going to pull that up, share it with you. Yeah, bear with me. Yeah, anyway. So uh, let's see, man. Where is this? Grizz's fave old school rap, dude. This is what I put on in the truck yesterday. 
And it just, man, it made me laugh. It made me like reminisce, made me feel good for a little while. You know what I'm saying? This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital. To rock around. That's right. On top. It's tricky. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around. To rock around. That's right. On time. It's tricky. It's tricky, 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 tricky. It's tricky to rock around. To rock around. That's right. On time. It's tricky. Dude, then I, I moved on to uh, even better. You know what I'm saying? Dude, listen to this beatbox, man. Where has the beatbox gone? Bring the beatbox back in 2023. So when fellas on the mic, we're rhymes that don't come out right. Dude, they, they dropped Inspector Gadget right there in that song. And that, that just did it for me, man. I think I was like sixth or seventh grade. I was like, oh, man, that's some good stuff. What else I got on this playlist? No sleep till. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Fifty years of hip hop tribute. Foot on the pedal, never ever false metal. Ain't you running hotter than a boy named Channel? My job ain't a job, it's a damn good time. City to city, I'ma rockin' my rhyme. Toward running nation, always on vacation. What else I I'm got the here? king of rock. There is none higher. Sucker MCs should call me sire. To burn my kingdom, you must use fire. I won't stop rocking till I retire. Now we rocked up party and come correct. All cuts are on time and rhymes connect. Got the right to vote and we'll elect. And other rappers can't stand us, but give us respect. Man. It was just doing it. And then, like, I fast-forwarded it to uh, basically my high school era rap music. And it was some of this. If you know, then you know. You know. Yeah, well, I'm about to in the eye, and then I took the pose, feeling, funkin', amps in the trunk, and 
I got more rhymes than this cop said I don't get donuts shot Shut up, I got props from the kids on the hill with my mom and my pops I came to get down, I came to get down So get out your seat and jump around Jump around Jump around Jump around Jump up, jump up and get down Jump, 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 Dude. Oh my goodness, man. You're wild, man. Wild. I needed that. Yes, yes. If you've been listening to the Grizz podcast for over the last five years, then you know I call that OSR therapy. I have, I, I'm the inventor of OSR therapy, old school rap therapy. It's a miraculous breakthrough, life-changing therapy. At least it is for me. Anyway, on a more serious side, on this episode, I want to help you understand the various root causes of depression that I've personally encountered in my own life. And as I came to understand these root causes, I was able to address them and work through them successfully. Depression has paid me a visit many times throughout my life, and I'm sure it will again. So I'm going to give you 18 root causes of depression. And don't worry, I'm going to move through these pretty quick. But this is some really good, good stuff that I know is going to help you. Root cause number one, numero uno, is total depravity or original sin. You see, all of us human beings are depraved, totally depraved, because of what happened way back in Genesis 3 with Adam and Eve. When they fell to the deception of temptation from Satan, the whole human race became totally depraved. Now, this doesn't mean that unbelievers are incapable of doing good. They can do good but it has no merit with God. It doesn't earn God's favor or salvation. Total depravity just means that the sinful choice Adam and Eve made has caused every one of us to be born with a sinful nature, a sinful heart. See Romans 5.12, Jeremiah 17.9, Psalm 51.5, and Ephesians 2.1 if you need scripture to support that. So when it comes to root causes of depression— I needed to realize that the fall back in Genesis 3 means that I now live in a fallen world with fallen people and fallen bodies with fallen minds. Sin, evil, has contaminated every aspect of my humanity. My heart, my mind, my personality, my emotions, my conscience, my motives, my will, etc. The world is a jacked up place. Humanity is jacked up. I'm part of humanity, and that means I'm jacked up. Again, it all goes back to Genesis chapter 3. And this is why we so desperately need the salvation that Jesus Christ brings. A lot of Christian dudes, they may not say it, but they kind of have this expectation where they expect life on earth to be problem-free, like pain-free, depression-free, easy, comfortable, happy all the time because I got Jesus in my life now. And I had that foolish expectation for a while. But listen, dude, you got to wake up. That's the Garden of Eden, and we lost that. As believers in Christ, we will have that in heaven one day, but not in this life. So first and foremost, I needed to understand that when it comes to causes for depression, this is numero uno, total depravity, original sin. 
and all of these other causes that I'm going to go through with you guys on this episode, they find their roots in this. Listen, there would be no depression if there was no fall back in Genesis chapter 3. Think about that. Root cause number two, pent up anger or bitterness. Now for me, this has come from some sort of unresolved conflict with someone. That's when I've had pent up anger or bitterness. And it's also come from just, you know, being hurt, wounded, taken advantage of, mistreated, being abused, ridiculed, slandered. It has especially depressed me when those things have come from people I love. But then I have learned I have a choice to make, forgive or remain bitter. If I remain bitter, that can cause depression. This is a big reason why Jesus continually told his disciples to forgive others. He knows that pent up anger, bitterness, unforgiveness, it harms us, man. We're not really hurting the one who hurt us by holding on to all of that. We're hurting ourselves. And by the way, I need to say this. It's just an extra little nugget for you. Don't ever think that forgiveness means reconciliation. Forgiveness takes one person, you. Reconciliation takes both parties. And it means that the one who committed the wrong admits it and apologizes to make things right. Just because you forgive someone, that doesn't mean there's reconciliation. And just because you forgive someone, that doesn't mean you have to go back into a toxic relationship with them. You don't. You can forgive someone and just move on with your life. Again, I'm telling you what I've done and what has personally helped me. Root cause number three is a wrong view of self. A wrong view of self. That can cause depression. This is where I haven't seen myself the way God sees me. And at times, I've spoken lies to myself about myself. I've put myself down. I've beaten myself up with my own self-talk. We are always inside of our heads talking to ourselves. A lot of you just don't realize it, but you are. Times when I had to slow down and capture my thoughts and realize, like, what am I saying to myself? And here's some of the messages, the lies I've said to myself throughout my life. I'm nothing. I'll never amount to anything. I'm a failure. I'm a loser. I suck. I'm an idiot. I'll never, never, you know, amount to anything great. I'll never win. I'll never succeed. I'll never overcome this addiction. No one loves me. I'm unlovable. Blah, blah, and blah. All lies and more lies. And it came down to me not seeing myself the way that God sees me. I wasn't viewing myself as what I now am in Christ, my new identity. I had to stop identifying myself and instead let the ultimate source of truth, God, identify me. Let me say that again. I had to stop identifying myself, defining myself, who I am, and instead let the ultimate source of truth, God, identify who I am, uh, define who I am. He determines who I am, my identification, not me. And I still have to often remind myself of who I am in him. Root cause number four of depression, 
not regularly connecting with brothers from other mothers. You know, most Christian dudes, especially those in leadership, they're pretty lonely. I've been there too. Even though you may be going a million miles per hour with work and ministry and have a ton of people around you, man, true. listen, when I'm not regularly connecting with and enjoying fellowship, conversation, and accountability with brothers from other mothers, when I'm not getting out what I've got pent up inside of me, just venting to them, even if it just isn't godly, it's not right, I might not have a right perspective, but I'm just like, man, I got to get this out. I'm pissed off. Dude, when I'm not doing that, I feel down. When I bottle everything up and try to cope with it on my own without telling a brother in Christ who can listen, encourage, and pray for me, guess what? I feel down and depressed. Dude, we as men crave connection with our bros. We need that. We need to be sharing our struggles. Too much isolation is harmful. It's depressing. And yes, hanging out with your wife or other females, opening up to them, that can be beneficial. But as a man, I also need connection, fellowship, conversation, and accountability with other men or I get down. Root cause of depression number five, lack of intimacy with God. If I neglect quiet time with God, I'm talking about my prayer life, reading the Bible, meditation, journaling, worship, confessing my sins, etc. Eventually, something feels off. I feel empty. Something's missing. It makes me feel down. And it should make me feel down. I was created and saved to be in an intimate relationship with God, to be close with God. That's what God has always desired. That's why he sent his son to die on the cross for our sins and rise from the dead. He wants a close, intimate relationship with each and every one of us, his children. So when I neglect that, yeah, I'll eventually start feeling down. Root cause number six of depression, being a perfectionist. I can easily allow a mistake or an imperfection uh, or a failure or a loss to really bum me out, to depress me. I mean, I'm all for striving to do things with excellence, but... I'm learning that I have to remind myself, dude, you're human. You're not Jesus. Let it go, man. Just learn from it and move on. It's not going to come out perfect. (laughs) Do the best you can, Jason. Strive for excellence. And if it doesn't completely hit the mark of perfection, it's okay. Root cause number seven of depression is false guilt and shame. False guilt and shame. This is where I have felt guilty or shameful for something that really wasn't my fault. It wasn't, it wasn't me. I, I'm not the one who needs to own it. Or there's times I have felt guilty or shameful for something that God's already forgiven me for. And I've repented of it, but the guilt and the shame still lingers and I beat myself up over it. And this is where I basically am harboring unforgiveness towards myself. If God's forgiven me, I've got to let it go. I've got to forgive myself. I basically preach the gospel to myself as often as I need to. So there's a false guilt and a false shame that we need to let go of. We've got to check ourselves with that. And then root cause number eight of depression 
Here's the, the flip side of this false guilt and shame. There can be true guilt, true shame. And this is where I've had a personal sin or even an addiction that I wasn't dealing with. I was trying to hide it, rationalize it, minimize it, deny it. And what happened is the Holy Spirit convicted me and my conscience was also screaming at me. They worked together to produce guilt and shame. And guess what? There should be guilt and shame when there's harbored sin in the life of a believer. That's a good thing. God allows us to feel those unpleasant feelings because he wants us to repent. Guilt and shame can be a good thing when it motivates us to turn from our sin and turn to God. When we don't turn away from our sin and repent, it causes guilt and shame and sorrow and depression. This has occurred in my own Christian life more than once. So there's a false guilt and shame that we need to let go of, but there's times that there's a true guilt and shame that can cause depression, but that's a good thing if you let it move you to God and confessing your sins and turning from your sins, repentance. King David dealt with great sorrow and depression when he harbored sin in his life. Listen to what he says in Psalm 32, verses 3 and 4. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. When I kept silent about what? About his sin trying to hide it, keep it secret. My bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. And then in Psalm 38, this is David also speaking about just the agony and depression that he was going through because he was harboring secret sin. He says, there is no soundness in my flesh because of your indignation. There is no health in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities have gone over my head like a heavy burden. They are too heavy for me. My wounds stink and fester because of my foolishness. I am utterly bowed down and prostrate. All the day I go about mourning, for my sides are filled with burning, and there is no soundness in my flesh. I am feeble and crushed. I groan because of the tumult of my heart. O Lord, all my longing is before you. My sighing is not hidden from you. My heart throbs, my strength fails me, and the light of my eyes, it also has gone from me. Powerful, man. Powerful. Root cause number nine of depression is PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. I've dealt with this from abuse that I've been through and also uh, various forms of trauma that I've been through throughout my life. Um. I also have some friends who deal with this. You know, PTSD isn't just something you get from fighting in a war. It could be from abuse or from a car accident or from witnessing a horrible tragedy. I have a friend who literally watched his father being burned to death and he couldn't save him. He just stood there and watched his own father scream as he was burned to death by a hot water heater that burst and pinned his father to the wall. Has the PTSD of that caused some depression in his life? You bet. I also have some military friends who've witnessed some horrible scenes in combat 
and that has caused them PTSD, and the PTSD has led to depression. Listen, guys, working through my past abuse, traumas, the PTSD stuff with a trained professional has helped me greatly. Root cause number 10 of depression, having way too much stress or anxiety in my life. That has definitely caused me depression. Look, there's always going to be some stress and anxiety in life, but I needed to learn how to manage it. I had to learn to take plenty of time to decompress, chill, relax, rest, meditate, recover, talk things out, let things go, say no to things, stop putting so much on your plate that's stressing you out. I had to learn this the hard way. Too much stress and anxiety will definitely cause depression. Root cause number 11. And this kind of goes with number 10. You're not getting enough rest and sleep. In my opinion, if you're functioning off of less than six hours per night, all the time, day after day, week after week, it will catch up with you. And if you're doing that and then you're caffeining up all the time to cope with your lack of rest and sleep, talking about lots of coffee, double shots in your Starbucks, energy drinks, Mountain Dew all the time, I promise you, It'll catch up with you via sickness, chronic headaches, depression, or even anxiety and panic issues. That's what happened to me. Brothers, listen, I speak from experience on this. Root cause number 12, and this also kind of goes with number 10. You're not enjoying enough of the good pleasures in life that God has given you to enjoy. You're not enjoying enough of the good pleasures in life that God has given you to enjoy. Everything in your life is just so serious. Like when is the last time you just enjoyed the good things God has given you and had fun? You know, God himself is supposed to be our primary joy and all other joys or pleasures in this life should always be secondary to him. But we need to realize that he has given us many things in this life to enjoy and find pleasure in. James 1.17 says, every good and perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. Dude, he's given us just so many good things to find joy and pleasure in, like good food, drinks, hanging out with friends and family, laughing, hiking, biking, watching football, enjoying a good movie or uh, a good book, watching or listening to a comedian, listening to some old school rap and just rapping along, getting crazy and goofy like I did earlier having sex with your wife, going to a shooting range, listening to uh, old vinyl records. That brings me pleasure. Playing some cards or a board game with family and friends. The other day, my wife and I just played checkers. I was trash talking and she ended up beating me. (laughs) But it was just a good pleasure, man. Hunting, fishing, watching wildlife, birds. Maybe for you, it's going bowling. I don't know what it is for you. But man, if you're not taking enough time to enjoy the good pleasures and life's just serious all the time, full of stress and responsibility and bills and taxes and all this political BS that we're just dealing with all the time, stuff going on in our country, you're going to feel depressed. And just remember, none of those things that I mentioned should ever come before God or replace God. 
But again, he's given us so many good gifts and pleasures to enjoy. And one of the reasons I've dealt with depression is because I wasn't taking enough time to enjoy the good pleasures that God has given me to enjoy. Pastors are notorious for this. Life can be so hard and so painful at times, and they're taking on so many people's problems and burdens, and things weigh heavy on pastors, youth pastors. Um, We need good pleasure. Root cause number 13 of depression is when I've experienced personal loss. Personal loss can cause depression. I'm talking about like the loss of a loved one. Could be the loss of a spouse, a parent, even a child, a good friend. Could be a divorce. Could be a loss of a job or a ministry position. Could be loss of athletics. I have friends that when they couldn't play football anymore because of an injury. They got depressed because that was, man, a huge part of their life and a part of their identity. Even a loss of, uh, this goes with it, but like a health or a physical function, a disability. If you get wrecked with some kind of disease or condition, like I have with Lyme disease, uh, there's been some loss in my life of things that, um, I used to love to do that I just, I can't do them anymore, at least not at this point. And it can easily lead to depression. Uh, I have a good friend who due to cancer, he literally lost his ability to have sex with his wife. You think that caused some depression? (laughs) Yeah. And what has helped me with this was, talking to a counselor or a therapist or a good coach, life coach, who helped me work through it and reframe the loss with a positive faith perspective. Guys, listen to me. The older we get, the more things we lose. And you better learn how to deal with the losses or it's going to wreck you with depression. Root cause number 14 of depression is you have some sort of medical or biological issue that could be causing you to feel depression. If you can't put your finger on why you're feeling depressed, then go have a test done and get checked out. Things like a person's thyroid, their blood sugar, viral or bacterial infections, parasitic infections, various diseases, chronic fatigue, chronic pain, migraines, fibromyalgia, etc., All of those things can cause you to feel depressed. And certain medicines can also cause depression. So make sure you're checking with your healthcare provider with, you know, the things that you're taking. Could this be causing my depression? Do I need to get on something else? Don't just cold turkey. You go talk with your healthcare professional about it. I know for me, my Lyme disease and the co-infections that, uh, the tick, bless me with, have caused me major anxiety, even panic attacks and depression. But years ago, when it all came on, I, I didn't understand why. We couldn't put our finger on it. Doctors couldn't put their finger on it. And really, the underlying root cause was the Lyme disease and the co-infections. It was causing all sorts of things. We just had never tested for Lyme disease and the co-infections. I didn't, I didn't think to do that. They didn't think to do that. So I went undiagnosed for many years. And then in 2017, 
I finally asked to have the test done. And sure enough, uh, it was there. So I had to address this uh, root cause with my doctors and had to figure out a treatment plan to combat Lyme disease and the co-infections and treat it with medicines, but also herbal supplements, which I've talked about here on the podcast. I'm just telling you all this because sometimes a cause of depression may have nothing to do with the psychological, the emotional, the mental. It could be medical and biological in nature. So look into that. Root cause number 15 of depression is poor diet and fitness. Dude, listen, this one gets so overlooked. But I'm telling you, when I consume unhealthy food and drinks, and I'm not talking about a splurge meal. I'm not talking about a treat yourself day. I'm talking about a lifestyle of consuming unhealthy food and drinks, fried food, food full of sugar, high carbs, processed crap. Dude, it totally made me feel sluggish and down. Oh, it felt good in the moment eating it. It, uh, Dude, it did. And then when you're eating that way consistently, you, you add a lack of exercise to your life. And then, of course, what comes with that is being overweight or obese. It was a huge contributing factor to me feeling depressed. Food, exercise, fitness matters big time when it comes to mental health. So many people just think food, exercise, fitness, it's just about the physical, looking better, you know, it, it's more than that. It affects how you feel. It affects you mentally and emotionally. It, it can release so many good, positive, feel-good chemicals in your body when you uh, eat the right foods and you exercise hard and you get that sweat going on, man. In many ways, we got to remember, we are what we eat. So you eat and drink crap. Don't be surprised if you often feel like crap. If you're not regularly consuming healthy foods and drinking a ton of water to flush out all the toxins in your body, dude, it can hurt you physically and mentally and you'll feel it. Again, I speak from experience. I now try to keep my diet very low carb, organic, very low sugar, gluten-free, very little dairy. Do I have like a treat yourself meal? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But after that, a lot of times I'm like, man, I don't feel good after that. Uh, With alcohol, I am very intentional about trying to keep my intake as low uh, as I need to so that it doesn't ever alter me, my state of mind, but also doesn't impact how I feel later. I also exercise. I exercise now in my life at least five days per week, sometimes more. And it, it isn't like some Jocko Willink exercise, MMA, or Joe Rogan. Like I, I don't go as hard as those guys. I can't because of Lyme disease and some of the injuries that I have, but five days a week, I'm moving my body. I'm moving my body. I sweat. I get my heart rate up. I work my muscles and that releases a lot of feel good chemicals in my body. 
I intentionally put myself through some sort of discomfort and pain with exercise. That's what you do with exercise. You're going to temporarily, for a moment, put yourself through some hard discomfort and pain, whether it's through an elliptical machine, biking, jogging, lift weights, kettlebell, body weight, cardio strength workouts, like I was talking about uh, recently. I've been doing, uh, what's that guy's name? Jordan Yao. Jordan Yao on YouTube. I've been doing his stuff. Check out, seriously, check out Jordan Yao. Y-E-O-H. I just like his last name. That's why I do that. Oh, check out Jordan Yao. And uh, dropping all sorts of stuff here in the Grizz Cave. Check him out on YouTube. Uh, He kicks my butt. But afterwards, I feel better. I feel better mentally and emotionally, not just physically. It's so good for us. Root cause number 16 of depression. Too much time indoors behind a screen. I'm telling you, it will cause you to feel depressed. Dude, it is messing us up. We are not designed to live inside all day, every day, and stare at a screen. When I do that... I start feeling down and depressed. So every day that I can, I get outside in the sunlight. It doesn't have to be long. I mean, the longer the better, the more benefit you're going to get. I literally just went out um, and took my dog on a walk. And that's what I did before I came in the Grizz Cave and did this recording. We need that. We need vitamin D. It is so life-giving. It feels good. We need the fresh air. We need the breeze hitting our face. We need the sound of birds or the sound of a creek. We need the smell of fresh cut grass, pine trees, or maybe it's salt water. We need to see with our eyes the blue skies, the trees, the grass, the rivers, the lakes, the ocean. We need to see it in real time, not an image not a video, not a TikTok. Being inside all the time behind screens, it is not good for our mental health. Root cause number 17 of depression is demonic oppression. I'm not the type to blame Satan or demons for everything that goes wrong in a Christian's life. That is stupid and that is unbiblical. That's not reality. However, There are times when the enemy attacks us. I do not believe a true believer in Christ can be possessed by a demon because he's already possessed by the spirit of Christ at salvation. But I do believe that a true believer in Christ can be oppressed by the demonic. I've experienced this in my own Christian life, and I don't want to talk about it too much, but it's real. And what often opens the door for the demonic to gain some sort of a foothold in the life of a genuine believer is a secret sin. And we all need to remind ourselves of that. I need to remind myself of that. And to put on, like the Bible says in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, the full armor of God so that we can withstand the enemy's attacks because he will attack us throughout our Christian life. 
especially if you are fighting to honor God, live manly, you know, step up and man up. If you're striving to do that, dude, you're going to experience some attacks from the enemy. Last one, root cause number 18 of depression. You ready for this? We're almost done. I call it IDK. IDK. I don't know. You're like, what are you talking about, Grizz? Root cause number 18 of depression is the I don't know. Listen, sometimes we just don't know why we're depressed. We can't figure out the root cause. And I used to fret about this because as a guy, I want to figure everything out and fix it. And a lot of you, you're the same way. And I would just get into this state where I'm like, oh, no, I'm depressed and I don't know why. And then that would make me more anxious and depressed. I don't do that anymore because it makes things worse. What I do now is I'll just, I'll go through the list of possible root causes of depression. Okay, I feel depressed. It's going on two or three days now. Let's go through the list. What's going on, Jason? Is it any of these things? And listen, listen, if I can't figure it out, then I simply respond to myself like this. I'm depressed right now, and I don't know why, and that's okay. I'm depressed right now, and I don't know why, and that's okay. I've been here before, and God's gotten me through it, and it'll get me through this time as well. I know that the clouds will eventually break because they have before. I was recently dealing with some depression about a week or two ago. It hit me really hard for a couple of days. And uh, the clouds broke. It, it did pass. It, it went away. But in the moment, I was just like, geez, man, you know, what's going on here? I don't know why this is happening. Uh, I want this to go away right now. What if this never goes away? Like, you see how a lot of anxious, depressing thoughts just start pounding in your head. And you've got to address that. You've got to answer back with truth. I'm depressed right now, and I don't know why, and that's okay. I've been here before. God's gotten me through it. He'll get me through this time as well. I know that the clouds will eventually break. And I remind myself, that this life here on earth is the only hell that I'm ever going to experience because of what Christ has done for me on the cross. So I'm blessed, dude. And I remind myself of what Winston Churchill said. If you're going through hell, keep going. Okay, you're depressed right now. Keep going. Don't let it stop you from what you're doing and pursuing. One thing I've learned... I've learned a lot of things, but this is something really big, man. Like top things I've learned, top 10 probably in my life. When it comes to things like depression, anxiety, uh, fear, panic, listen, write this down, guys. Acceptance is crucial to recovery or overcoming it. Acceptance is crucial to recovery or you could say overcoming it. 
I let the uncomfortable feelings, whether it's depression, anxiety, fear, a panic feeling, I, I didn't used to do this, and that's what made me a wreck. But I now, I just let them come. It's like I just like talk to them, like, oh, okay, depression is here. Okay, have, haven't had you in the house in a while. Okay, you're here. I don't welcome it. I'm not happy that it's there, but I'm just like, depression's here. Or, wow, I haven't felt this in a while. I feel anxiety. I feel on edge. I feel this this fear in my body. I feel a little like I might want to panic. Okay. I accept it. They're in the house. All right. I let the un- <clears throat> I let the uncomfortable feelings come like they're waves in the ocean. Imagine yourself in the ocean on a small raft. You're kind of near the shore, but you're out there, you know, it's it's deeper than you could get out and touch the bottom, but these waves are coming. You're like, dude, those are big waves. And just remember me, listen, this whole acceptance is crucial to overcoming. Don't try to run or paddle away from the waves. Don't try to fight them. Don't freak out about them. Let them come. Just take your raft and let them float underneath you. Float over them. Just picture yourself doing that. I don't like the way I feel today. I don't like these anxiety feelings, these depression feelings, this panic, fear feeling, this stress keyed up. Just accept it. This is how I feel right now. It'll pass. They're just waves. And it may hit, you know, hard for maybe 20 minutes, and then it'll calm down. And if it hits again, just let it come. Let it come and let it pass. If you practice this, you'll get better at it. And I promise, man, what's happened to me is it just leaves quicker. doesn't last as long. So there you go, man. 18 root causes of depression that uh, I've dealt with in my life. I hope this helps you. I hope it gives you some much-needed perspective, understanding, guidance, some encouragement. Um, I'm just telling you all this because you're not alone, man. You're not alone, my brothers. If you're a guy like me who battles depression at times, you're not alone. Be encouraged. And most of all, you're not alone because as a believer in Christ, God's always with you, man. He's with you through all of it. God is always with you through everything that you're going through. It's not a feeling. It's a fact. Whether you feel him or not, you place your faith in that fact that God is with you. He has promised that. Hebrews 13, 5, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Matthew 28, uh, 20, and behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. And then there's Romans 8. 35 through like 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And then Paul goes on and he says, for I'm sure, I am sure, or I'm convinced 
that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let those truths, those facts encourage you. You're not alone with whatever you're going through. As a believer in Christ, God's got you. He's always got you. He holds you in his omnipotent hands. That's John 10, 28 and 29. No one will take you out of his hands. Listen, one last thing, my brothers. If your depression is so bad that you're thinking suicidal thoughts today, if you're in crisis, you need to reach out to a trained professional and get some help today. Don't wait. There's no shame in that. You're not weak because of that. Just do it. We all need help at times. I've been there too. So let's take a quick break, and then I'm going to return with a couple closing items of Grizz Biz. Hey, if you're enjoying the show and you find that it's a real blessing in your life, then be a blessing back to our nonprofit ministry. Talking about Narrow Trail Ministries, the Grizz Podcast is an outreach of Narrow Trail Ministries Incorporated. And this year, we need to increase our monthly supporters for this show. So a small donation of $10 or $20 per month, dude, that helps us do what we do to impact men around the world. Or you can make a one-time donation. Simply go to narrowtrail.com, narrowtrail.com, and click on our give page to set that up with your credit or your debit card. I promise it is safe, it is secure, it is easy, you can cancel at any time. And it's a tax write-off because we're a legit nonprofit, and we will always send you a record of your giving. There's a link in the show notes, narrowtrail.com. Also, if you're struggling with online temptation, dude, I get it. I get it. I get it, man. I highly recommend that you get Covenant Eyes Internet Accountability installed on all of your devices and also on your kids' devices. Dude, when I don't have that on my devices, it's bad news. Listen, it is the best in internet accountability software. I've used it for over 15 years. Go to CovenantEyes.com, CovenantEyes.com, sign up, and when you're at checkout, use the promo code GRIZZIN, G-R-I-Z-Z-I-N, GRIZZIN, to get your first month completely free. There's a link in the show notes. Also, if you need a good weekly online men's support accountability group to help you in your fight for purity and spiritual growth, then check out our climb teams. Go to narrowtrail.com, click on the climb team page, and it's going to tell you all about what climb teams are. Guys, I'm not just saying this, but they're really amazing. Good stuff is happening. Guys are finding genuine community, support, guidance, encouragement, and they're making real progress. Lastly, if you'd like to connect with me online, there's a link in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. You can always email at info at narrowtrail.com, info at narrowtrail.com. And if you like what you're hearing, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. It'll only take you a minute to do that. All right, I'm out. I will be back at you next week. Yeah.
Keep going. 